it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. Have you seen the clouds of tiny blue bugs hovering over sidewalks and patios recently? A couple of times in the last week, I have come home only to find one or two of them stuck to my clothes. Looking up close, I could see their tiny, furry, bright blue bodies and lace-like wings. So beautiful. But who are they, and where did they come from? These little blue fairy bugs are in fact called blue ash aphids, or like the caterpillars we talked about last week, woolly blue aphids. As to where they come from, well, during the summer months, they live around the roots of fir and spruce trees, and then come fall, when they reach sexual maturity, they grow wings and take to the air to find a mate. Those clouds of them that you may have also seen, in fact, are a giant dating mating party scene. Albeit the most mellow of this kind of scene that I have ever seen. The blue ash aphids float lazily in the air, seemingly content having just shown up to be present and waiting to bump into a potential partner. Sometimes I think we humans may overcomplicate things. Once they have mated, the female blues will find their way over to the ash trees where they will lay eggs on the bark. The first deep freeze of the year will be the end to their short and peaceful life cycle, which will begin again next spring when the larvae hatch and make their way back to the evergreens where they will live through the summer. The blue ash aphids are not classified as pests. They are essentially harmless to trees, plants, and people. Very rarely, in places where they proliferate, like the Pacific Northwest, they may cause some leaf damage. But as far as I can tell, there is nothing to worry about here in the Rocky Mountain West. A tidbit I learned about aphids which I found interesting is that after they emerge from their eggs, they are asexual. Each tiny insect carrying the genes that will, depending on environmental factors and resulting chemistry associated with methylation, become either male or female, or something in between. During their asexual phase of life, they can reproduce by cloning themselves, exact genetic copies being created as they proliferate. After sexual maturation, they mate and females will lay eggs. So these little bugs have two ways of reproducing, sexually and asexually, and each tiny pear-shaped furry blue body carries chromosomes that can, depending on epigenetic factors, express into sexual maturity in a variety of ways. Nature is full of variety in big and small ways we may not often think about. And like my new blue fairy bug friends, I think it's beautiful. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council, produced by Corey Stanton and written and narrated by me, Calla Rose Ostrander. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.